Welcome back to the Rick and Daffs podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And as always, we are here unscripted and raw. And before we get started, Daffs, a little bit of house business today. Oh, yeah. Uh, first off, uh, we're back. It's March now. It is March. I think we're going to be, um, for the people out there, we're going to be a once a month podcast this year. It's quite possible. It's quite possible. I mean, unless things get crazy, which yeah. is possible. If we come up with some really great ideas, or we record multiple sessions in the same night, then maybe. I think it also has to do with just the, uh, you know, I have progeny on the way. You do. <laughs> that, and you're getting more active in the disco scene. I am so active in the disco He's scene. He's going to disco dungeons almost three times a night a uh, week. <laughs> I've, I've gone through so many goldfish, those platinum <laughs> shoes, the uh, platform shoes. They're just... They're just murdering. Well, platinum platform shoes, really. Platinum platform shoes with goldfish in them. <laughs> um, so today, Daphs, what are we talking about? We are talking about lightsabers. The pros and cons of lightsabers in today's society. So in other words, everything is the same. Everything's the same, but lightsabers exist. But lightsabers exist. <laughs> that I don't think the human race is ready for such uh, drastically... Uh, evolved technology no it's it's insane and there's going to be good and bad about it for sure and you know no matter what we do to try to like limit the amount of like destruction someone's going to find a way or getting around it that's true <laughs> um we're going to talk about that and then we're going to also talk about uh which <laughs> i'm not trying to figure out how to phrase this which would be the best animal to ride if all animals were the right size to ride, like mm -hmm. if chosen animal was the best size to ride. Yeah. I think there are some obvious contenders to start. Oh, for sure. Um, but Daphs, you've come up with some really interesting one just I, off the top of your head. I'm convinced that we're not even going to get to that episode. <laughs> this is going to be such a massive lightsaber one that that's going to be our <laughs> second episode. We're going to have to go back and just like No, we'll just, we'll, we'll just, we'll just let them know that, hey, the next one's going to be animals. Whoa. I think I think we got enough for an episode just for animals. Whoa. We'll see. We'll that, play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. Um, but first, the thought of the week. Papa Strip poker on the Mambo. Enterprise. Who you got? <laughs> they only have one. But contractually, he had a banner. Wesley Crusher would make a terrible Dread Pirate Roberts. I feel like you're doubting my ability to seduce an ape princess. I'm not doubting. I'm, I'm, I'm a little doubting. It's the Rick and Daff's thought of the week. Daff's... It's International Woman's Day. It is. Which is odd, because whenever I reach for a woman, it's usually domestic. Because Molly is from here. <laughs> I'm not proud of how long it took me to get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in celebration, in the celebratory way of International Woman's Day, Daphs, who is your favorite female fictional character? Ooh. I keep going through it being like, no, she's real. No, no, she's real too. Maggie Smith is real. <laughs> and you said Maggie Smith. I was like, <laughs> you go first. Uh, I'm going to go with Xena, Warrior Princess. Ooh, Lucy Lawless. Yeah, but not Lucy Lawless, Xena, Warrior Princess. Princess. Yeah. Um, because one, her show was actually pretty ahead of its time in a lot of ways. Very ahead of its That's time. That's pretty cool. Also, she's total badass. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we uh like i like that shock from thing that she throws mm -hmm. and um 
my dad would make us watch it with my sister so that she could have a strong female role model when we were younger. <laughs> such a, a, a solid dig at your mom. <laughs> uh, no, you just mostly, I mean, my mom is wonderful, but she's not the exactly head chopping type. No, she's not. No, she's more like the fairy who escaped from some sort of fairy land. Yes, she literally is an magical. Ex- an example of my mother, getting aside, well, it is International Women's Day, so this is a perfect time to bring it up. She's the kind of person who at our graduation just showed up and was and people were like oh that's nice you have hair glitter she's like i brought enough hair glitter for everyone i remember that and then like all of a sudden of because we're graduating from nursing school yeah the 40 other women that are there all have glitter in their hair because my mom has somehow made 40 new friends (laughs) and handed out hair glitter to everyone that is one of my favorite stories about your mom Mm mm-hmm yeah, Xena Warrior Princess. That's a good. That's a good answer. Xena Warrior Princess. I think mine would have to be uh, Avasarala from the Expanse books. Um, also mm-hmm. the Expanse TV show. And she's the older lady, right? She's the older lady. But she's the one that engages in torture. I mean, yes, she did that like one time. I'll be honest. <laughs> I haven't watched as much of the show as you have, but I hate her character. Really? She's so evil. She's super evil, <laughs> but she's a necessary evil, mm-hmm. and she. Her anyway, she's just she's a very very strong female character. She takes no crap from anyone, and she's not afraid to get her hands dirty personally, which I think is uh, something that most of the men in the power in the show are afraid to do. And so mm. she's she's like everything they're not, which is great. I uh, another runner up for me, and I can't I apologize because I can't remember the name, but the Glenn Close character in Damages. Oh yeah, is like this ruthless mock of machiavellian she's horrifying that show by the way is great damages it is great guest stars are like i guess they're guest stars for the season but yeah. like john goodman and um ted danson and other mm-hmm. other great people were in the um, rose burn it's a really good show it's kind of hard to watch at times because mm-hmm. it gets it's pretty dark but very good mm-hmm. um and that's the thought of the week mm-hmm. any other thoughts that you'd like to add um, no. I think, by the way, um, since our last thought of the week, I enjoyed so much uh, Daft's interpreting my dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, I've decided I've started keeping a dream log. Nice. Um, and we're going to have an episode this year for sure where you interpret all my dreams. I I am all about that. Oh, actually, I do have one last thought. Um, KEXP ninety point three uh, radio station. They have a website, and on there you can listen to their broadcast uh, today. For International Women's Day, they only played um, female um, and femme and non-binary um, artists, and it was amazing. It was just nonstop girl rock, and they really did a great job. So, if you listen, want to listen to like hours and hours of girl rock, some Joan go there. Jett. Not, they're not even Joan Jet, mostly local stuff. Oh, local stuff. Yeah, okay. really, really good. Really local. Yeah, I wrote down like four or five. No, Dorothy. Names. No, Dorothy. I actually saw Dorothy in I've concert. seen Dorothy too. Very good. She is very good. She is. Um, no Joan Jett, no Dorothy. Local. Local, you say. Local. Um, okay. So, uh, Shakaya um, and her song 3718. Um, also, uh, You'll Find a Way by Santa Gold. Um, Santa Gold? Yeah. Like two words, Santa and Gold? No, uh, Santa Gold but with an oh. I instead of an A. Oh. And all one I'm word. I'm kind of disappointed because that name just had... Spe- sp- 
really sparked my interest. <laughs> I was like, there's a backstory there, and I want to know what it is. Yeah. But speaking of backstories, what kind of backstory would it take for a lightsaber to exist in our time? All right, so we're switching over to the main topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would have to be something that someone discovered and it was already so obviously in place mm-hmm. because I think the obvious fear would be that your lightsaber would just go on into infinity, right? Yeah, that it would just continue. There's actually a really great um, college humor, I think, or BuzzFeed uh, video where they have this lightsaber and it starts off like two inches, and they're like, "Oh, I mean, I, I mean, it's cool, but uh, I don't know." And then after like I don't know, twenty minutes, they're like, "Okay, yeah, no, so that, it's like it's like four feet long." <laughs> And then they realize it's just not stopping. And eventually, they turn it off. eventually they just like, like put it into the ground because it's cutting down planes from like thirty thousand feet. Should we in ours? It's just the standard lightsaber. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be, not going to cut it's through be the world. Standard. Yeah. So obviously, I feel like it probably wouldn't be available to the majority of people. No, it would have to. Be would it be only military for or our medical? Rules, could it just be available to anybody? Or no? Well, see, the, the problem is, is anytime you have technology, it's going to be disseminated. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether you say, oh, you know, we're, we're only going to make this gun for the military. Eventually, someone's going to get their hands so on it. So you're saying, like, drug cartels will have lightsabers. Yeah. And, and, and eventually, they'll use it smaller versions for medical practice and things like that. And it's going to fall into the wrong hands. The only reason why tanks don't fall into the wrong hands is because they're so big and difficult to make yourself. And even then, sometimes they still do because yeah. people steal tanks. Yeah. Every couple of years, there's always some guy who goes on a rampage in a tank yeah. or a bulldozer or something. I I want to believe that he was just a normal guy and then just had the opportunity and was like, come on. (laughs) I'm going to prison, but I mean, I'm driving a tank, so. It's going to be a while. (laughs) You got to think that somewhere along the lines, the guy's like, I can't stop it, sir. It's it's like a tank out there. The guy was like, just shut up, Johnson. (laughs) Go back to the barracks. (laughs) Um. Okay, so you mentioned on the good side, clearly there would be scalpels. Yeah. Like yeah. laser scalpels. We already kind of do like cauterization and things like that with lasers. Mm-hmm. You could seal wounds up really fast. I mean, they already can. I, I've but some, even faster. Yeah, some of the surgeries I've watched, I had no idea that the uh, the clamps that they put on there, that those are conductive as well. Yeah. So they'll just put the cauterizer against the clamp they're holding. And the rubber glove means it doesn't burn them, mm-hmm. but it'll burn whatever they're touching. Yeah. I was like, what? I've actually seen it like those things kind of used, and it's kind of amazing. It just touches it, and it's like well, the skin, the, all the skin yeah. just goes, or not skin, but you know, the, the tissue. The blood vessel and whatnot. The tissue just fries, and that whole thing's closed. Yeah. Um, you could do really fast surgeries, though. I mean, you could do it, lasik going back to so our quick. <laughs> uh, to our uh, racing, like uh, like if a uh, business sports episode. Yes. <laughs> the the surgeon who got his hands on a lightsaber. Uh, surgical tool he would be have the the big edge yeah absolutely he's being sponsored by lucas arts uh <laughs> surgical utilities it cuts and cauterizes in one motion he is on the yeah <laughs> he's leading in total points this season <laughs> with uh, 16 successful surgeries and three amputations <laughs> yeah. Yeah, amputation they wouldn't even put you under they would just, just like give you, they give you a stick to bite down real fast, <laughs> and they're like, "This is gonna hurt a whole lot for a moment," 
and then it'll still burn. All the burn. nerves would be settled or yeah. se- severed. Yeah. So like it would still hurt. Oh, geez, you'd hope though if you right? had access to a lightsaber that you wouldn't need to resort to amputations though on purpose, <laughs> just accidentally. I mean, yeah. I think we all know what they would be used for the most though: bank robberies. I don't know why that would be. Because they, they, they can just like put the vault and cut it. Yeah, just cut out the door. I mean, but it's not. Cracking the safe takes too long. Just cut out the door, open it up. But as we've seen from the films, it's not like it can just pass through anything. Like, so for instance, in episode one or no, episode two, episode one. Um, where they're uh, my favorite part where they get uh, told to go negotiate a new trade deal yes. and then murder a bunch of people and robots. Yes. Yeah, I love that. They scene. close that giant security door yeah. and he like pushes it straight into the door and it melts the door. It slags yeah. it, but it takes a while and he has to push really hard. So it's not like you can just cut a hole real fast. You'd have to like be like a blowtorch could take a while to cut it out. Yeah, but it's got to be stronger than a blowtorch. I mean, you plus, imagine. plus, this is an that's like a space station, yeah, uh, deadbolt, and this is just regular life technology, yeah, with a lightsaber. I imagine that you would be able to just cut through the concrete on both sides rather than go through the actual metal door. It'd probably that's be faster. Probably, you just cut out the hinges, yeah, <laughs> and it just falls over, <laughs> and then you just walk in. It's like people who have like sensitive security doors but have drywall, and I'm like, what? <laughs> but as like a weapon, it's actually not very helpful. I mean, unless you're a Jedi, because then you can block all the, the lasers. Yeah, I mean, you really have to have lightning fast, re- lightning fast reflexes in order for it to be super useful like it is in the films. The The one thing I will say, though, is that there's a reason why switchblades are illegal. And that is because of how fast you can pull them out. That's true. Some guy gets up in your grill and you just activate it and he's sliced yeah, in too. through your pocket. Yeah. You just go boop. Yeah. And it's better than a gun because it doesn't make a loud sound other than the guy screaming. Yeah. He'd just be dead. Yeah. And then you'd be gone. Yeah. For burglars, that would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like if you were getting mugged, like I'd be always afraid that mm-hmm. I just, well, I mean, I'd be afraid either way <laughs> if I was getting mugged, but <laughs> I'd be extra afraid if lightsabers existed yeah. because I'd be afraid that they'd pull. Even even a, 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 real, a knockoff lightsaber could really do some damage. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine, though, how fast food prep would be? A switchblade lightsaber would be pretty good for, uh, like, cutting food. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, just, it's one of those things where instead of having the, the meat... You never have to sharpen another knife again. Ever. But and what would you use for your cutting board? N- nothing. You would have, like, one of those, like, a, the meat on the spiral things, and you just carve off of it. I'm just saying, like, like for if euros. I wanted to, like... But what I'm saying is, wouldn't it be also useful if you could use it for, like, just everything... Yeah. You'd never have to use another knife again. You'd only have the one. You'd pretty much have to toss all your food into the air and cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> because cutting boards would just be... You'd go through them twice a day. Oh, yeah. And twice on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Um, the problem is... Well, and the thing is, is like I'm sure some of you at home are like, they would never let people use uh, a lightsaber in their home. Well, I mean, literally, our homes are filled with knives. Yeah. And like all all sorts of horrible stuff that can kill you. If a Tylenol is in your um mm-hmm. is in your uh probably in your medicine cabinet, 
that if that was invented today, it would definitely not be over the counter. Yeah, if U.S. cigarettes, has alcohol, this type of gun control, we're for sure having lightsabers yes. in every single home. Yeah, there, it wouldn't be the NRA; it would be the NLA. Yeah, National Lightsaber Association, ATFL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's here's a question, and I've always kind of wondered this. You know that Elon Musk would be the one that would be <laughs> pumping it out to the oh, people. Oh, hundred percent. Because didn't he like give away blow torches or something? He, or he, he made flamethrowers and they're not even that great at flamethrowers but they are pretty cool i'll admit it they are really cool all but all i'm saying is is that some person like him would be like flamethrowers for all would also be like lightsabers for all (laughs) you know he named his company the boring company yeah um because they're gonna bore stuff yeah it's because (laughs) they're all about tunnels they're things but i was like that's great um, no, but I've always wondered this about lightsabers. It's not as catchy as what we would name it. No. We would definitely name it something very ridiculous and yeah. catchy. Yeah, 100%. I don't know what it would be, but give me an afternoon. Yeah, I'd we'd come it. up with a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll um, think about it during the episode. How how thick is a lightsaber? Well, that's the other question. Because I've wondered that for like forever. Because like the one, you know that they would develop fine tip ones, though. Well, I mean, so that's the thing is like... It's, it seems like in the movies, because in the movies what they use, they use um, just regular uh, broom handles that they, you know, color. And then afterward, they just add the effect. So they all look like they're about an inch thick. Yeah. But you wonder, like, when you cut, if you're going to cut bread, are you losing, is it just, you know, disintegrating an inch of bread? I don't or know. Or is there a thinner version? That's what I'm, I think that that's the combat version. Because they need to be a little bit bigger if they're going to shoot, like, stop lasers and bullets or whatever. Okay, well, in that case, then screw that. I don't want that. I want a... I want a fine tip one. No, I'm, I'm going the opposite. I want you a wiffle bat. I want, like, one of those big old wiffle bat lightsabers. <laughs> Think of how useful that would be. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. You could really dice some tomatoes with that. You could. Throw the tomato up in the air. <laughs> you could make a shield out of a lightsaber. Well, yeah, but I think it would be harder to wield just in general. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Can you imagine if Captain America had like that kind of shield and could throw it like that, but it had a lightsaber edged all the way around it? All I'm saying is, is that there, honestly, Star Wars does not have enough lightsaber designs. No. Because there would be a Jedi that was throwing them like, like throwing knives. Yeah. And he would just be throwing them through people and then recalling them. Well, so that's the thing. Essentially, what you're describing Jedi's are just is trained assassins. Yeah, what you're describing is essentially a blaster. Because a blaster shoots a little like a laser beam at someone. But if you could use the force, then why wouldn't you just make a bunch of small, double-ended lightsabers yeah. like Darth Maul's, but mini, mm-hmm. and then make a giant storm of them around you that swirls in circles? I'm guessing that would take a lot of power. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but more than lifting you know an entire x-wing we're, we're getting well but that's luke skywalker i mean he's the chosen one <laughs> but, but he gets his butt kicked by like four separate sith lords all i'm saying is uh yeah that's true okay but that we're getting off track because we're talking about star wars but i will say before we get back on track <laughs> that i love when i think it's uh obi-wan in the like original or the not the original the prequels it's like we're jedi we're not soldiers which like 
but you are vigilantes essentially yeah. <laughs> it's just like this it's like the spanish inquisition out there where it's just like random jedis go out and just like kill a bunch of people and the government is sanctioning it we're not soldiers we just take kids with talents away from their parents at a super young age and train them up until they can do what we want we're essentially the chinese ping pong team we're a cult yeah we're exactly you're a cult it's just oh so what you're saying is there would be it just like that uh, that crazy documentary about that cult that set up in Oregon, oh, except for wild, it would just be all, all the all the uh, lightsaber people would just be out there training and practicing. Who would ever thought it'd be a good idea to have a bunch of young burgeoning uh, Jedi guys and gals all go through puberty in the same location? That's a terrible plan. It's a horrible idea. Yeah. No wonder Luke tried to kill one of them in the last <laughs> film. I would too. <laughs> I've been here five minutes. I already think half of you should die. <laughs> yeah, they'd definitely be cutting each other's arms and legs off yeah. constantly. I mean, that no wonder their uh, synthetic limb um, <laughs> skills are so good. I mean, think about it. Like, what's his, Luke already has a synthetic arm. Yeah. But, that, I mean, that must be like an everyday occurrence. No wonder they were able to put uh, Darth Vader back together so fast. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Darth Maul even is, is back together. It's just, it's insane. It's one of those things where it's like, kids are great and they're wonderful at sports. And then they hit a growth spurt. They grow five inches and now they're all gangly and they're That's all true. falling like, you'd apart. That's true. Like, you'd be like training them and then they'd hit a growth spurt and then like their reflex would be off. But they'd have like a laser <laughs> <laughs> that they'd be practicing with. The margin for error with a lightsaber is so small. <laughs> and they're, then they're super distracted by each other yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And tensions are rising. And so, their senses are super high. It's a recipe. What if their senses out, 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 like out, um, grow their other skills? I don't know. Or they're sensing all the pheromones around them. <laughs> That's a real concern. I just, I just don't know. <laughs> so many questions. I think if lightsabers existed... Um, Again, like with most things, it would probably be the downfall of society. I think I think it really would, because not only would it be used, I mean, would, I mean you could make a case for using it in medicine, you could make a case for using it in warfare, but anytime you do one of those things, it's going to get into the major population. Do you have to recharge it? Is it like a battery-operated thing? I think, yeah, I think there's a crystalline power cell in there. Oh, yeah, that gives um, it to... That does it. Although they never really explain that because they never have to recharge his. And even... All I'm saying... Uh, not all I'm saying. I always say that. <laughs> I'm just saying that if, if that had some application, then maybe we could get power off of it. Like infinite power sources. Like it's like I either take my lightsaber out or I plug it into the wall and I power my home. <laughs> you, it's, we, give, we give everyone lightsabers the most deadly ancient weapon in the history of the universe and people just use it as power banks to charge their iphones yeah <laughs> you'd be coming in like so daft's used to have this old terrible phone before he upgraded yeah and he'd like come over and he'd be like oh sorry my phone's been dead for like seven hours and i was like well that would have been 
10 o'clock in the morning. He's like, yeah, I know. And then he like brings out this massive battery pack that's like the size of, I don't even know. I kid you not. plugs it in. It's about the eighth of the size of a car battery. <laughs> you had eight of them, you could power your car. But you and Stacey's phones were both that way. You were constantly having to charge them like yeah. all the time. I'd just be like, I don't, what are you guys doing with your phones? You must be just like watching an insane amount of porn on your phone. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. <laughs> Just running your phones dead. Non-stop. <laughs> 24 hours a day. Yep. <laughs> no, but now our new phones are great. Um, yes. Um, so that's that topic. Now on to another one. Do right, you think we can start a whole brand new one? Where are we at? We're at 23 minutes, Daphs. Okay, we can do it. <laughs> I thought we were... I thought we were... It's been three hours. Daphs... Uh, sense of Daphs' time just goes away when he enters this room. It is true. You just totally lose yourself in the moment. All right, so our next topic is, which animal would be best to ride if they were the appropriate size to ride? That's perfect. And we'll get to that after this short commercial break. Hey guys, Rick from the Rick and Daffs podcast here, and I, on behalf of the county, to read you an important message about packs of wild dogs that have taken over most of the Lower East Side. So, so stay, stay... Stay clear of that. I mean, that sounds like a disaster, Dabs, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But here's one thing I am kind of confused about. Like, if this is... Why would they use a podcast to get this emergency message out? I mean, it seems like kind of a... It's not very timely. There's probably some guy in a bed right now who's like, Man, this would have been helpful three days ago before I got bitten by that rabid dog. (laughs) And we're back. I'm really enjoying this season so far. Mm-hmm. It's been very odd, but enjoyable. I feel like we're taking, I feel like we're starting to, um, we're on season five, right? Yeah. So I think that we're starting to become like seasoned pros, but like in a way that we're be- just becoming stranger and when and more eccentric. Rick, what's your favorite season? My favorite season? Mm-hmm. Mm, probably season two or three. Oh, I was going to say Rosemary. <laughs> I was going to say... Anyways. You know, t- <laughs> time changes things. It does. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> um, now we're on a real pun track, though. We, we are. Deaths, you got to watch out. Yep. I'll be uh, careful. All right. So, animals. Mm-hmm. You brought up a squirrel. I did. If the squirrel was riding size, it could be pretty helpful. I don't think it would be that fast, though. It would be that fast. I don't know about that. I think it would. So the reason why we ride horses. Well, hold on. Right. Stipulation. Yeah. Can, is this saying we can tame any animal? No. No. It no. would just, you'd have to be able to, like. It eat. is just literally that same animal, but it is the so appropriate you, size so to I ride. So I probably couldn't tame a lion. No. God, no. You'd be eaten. They're already it, rideable size. <laughs> no, they're not. They'd have to be bigger. A lion? Yeah. A lion 100% can support your weight. I mean, they could, but to actually be able to ride it, you'd want it to be a higher off the ground. But then it would, of course, maul me. I mean, it would already maul me, but... No, for sure. So you're saying for I couldn't sure. domesticate it? No. Why not? No. It's only the animals that Ugh. you can already ride. This is really disappointing. You think you could train a squirrel? I have 100%. Well, I mean, I, I agree that it's more likely... No, squirrels are highly trainable. Have you seen the squirrel videos where they teach them how to do um, acrobatics courses? Of course I have, And then they have ones where they feed them 
People have pet squirrels all the time. Hold on. Now, this is where I'm going to get a little bit irritated with you because you argued, oh, no, four squirrels couldn't kill me. Eight squirrels. It would take 50 squirrels. And now here you are talking about how great squirrels are, how smart they are. No, no, no. no. I think squirrels are fantastic. I just don't think eight of them could kill me. If they were highly intelligent, they could. No, not a chance. Yes. If they were horse size, one of them could do me in. That's not a problem. Let's not get back into this argument because it could that that like three hours from now we'll still be arguing. Which would you rather fight, Rick? <laughs> a horse sized squirrel or one hundred squirrel sized horses? Definitely I'd rather fight the squirrel. The, the singular the big one? Yeah. That's a terrible idea. No, it's not. It's a bigger target. A hundred horse-sized squirrels, I'd be like in the Lilliputians, like in Gulliver's Travels. They'd yeah. like tie me down and then trample me. <laughs> but they don't have opposable thumbs. It doesn't matter. All they can really do it's is kick and bite. It's a numbers game. You just got to get some big galoshes. I'm just saying. Don't, don't, I think you're underestimating. You always underestimate the size of a creature. Okay, but a hundred of them is not equal to a hundred horsepower all of a sudden all i'm saying well no well horsepower would be very different it, if they, they were they were the size of the squirrels like your car would now be instead of like my car's 120 horsepower would be like a thousand horsepower yeah. which i mean does sound pretty cool they already have ones that are a thousand horsepower can you wait i wonder if we could convert uh, like horsepower to squirrel power or goose power or whatever. So then I can go around and be like, oh, check out my car. <laughs> like, oh, that's just a regular car. It's not very impressive. Well, okay, but did you know it's like 750 Canadian goose power? I did the math. You know uh, Hop, a- Hop Thor von Beersen, the, yeah. uh, the guy who plays the mountain, strongest yeah. man in the world? Um, he is like literally towing a semi with just his bare hands mm-hmm. so, so how like, many horsepower is he well how many thor power is he <laughs> how many what thor power because oh, thor, thor is the name he goes by i i want to i want to know how many horsepower he is. I, I, th- I think my car would only be like five thor power but like 120 horsepower the point that you're making though generally is very good in that whatever we would decide is the best to ride mm-hmm. would now be the new industry standard for cars pretty much yeah but, or they would replace them. So here are my contenders. Okay. You like the squirrel. I like the squirrel because you can go up and over walls. They're highly trainable. They're incredibly fast. As far as how many lengths of their body can they move in one second, they're insanely fast. I think that would be good. I actually was kind of thinking, um, I, had, I had three thoughts that popped into my head when you started talking because mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um of course, the Canadian goose. Yes. I mean, I could fly around. Um, it would be very large, but I could probably find a way to house it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I could breed them. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be good. Um, I was also thinking for land-based travel, ostrich. Mm-hmm. I think you, they're close to rideable now. They are. They just have to be a little bigger. But you would have to be concerned about their talons. They're a lot meaner, I think. Maybe I'd go with an emu. Maybe they're a little kinder. I don't know. I'd have to do research. People do ride ostriches now. I know, but they, they have a lot of slashing capabilities. I'd be quite afraid. I mean, I guess I could also get pecked to death by you my totally Canadian goose. Could. I'd have to really... I'd have to be there when the goose was born. 
So it imprints on you? Yes. See, that's the that's the key, is you'd have to find an imprintable uh, species. Because mm-hmm. I think that then my taming and riding of the goose would go a lot better if I imprinted on it, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? Yeah. Um, What about a rabbit? Yeah. Would you rather have a rabbit or a squirrel? Squirrel. The bounding capabilities of a rabbit. Are good. Yeah, very good. But they can't climb. I'm just imagining this crazy like medieval warfare where like some guy riding like a barn owl is swooping down on a guy riding a jackrabbit. Can you imagine? Like- serpentine, serpentine. Which, by the way, was it Bran? What's the Rickon? Learn to serpentine, oh. for the love of God. I'm being shot at. I'll run in a straight line. Stupid. Um, Ned would have taught him better than that. Way better. I don't. Yeah. Anyways. But no, I, th- I mean, a hummingbird? Would be so interesting to ride if it were large enough. Um, I don't. I think you'd go deaf. I mean, from the noise. Yeah, but I mean, fighter jets are loud too. People fly yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. People wearing g suits with like uh, helmets and like you know like crazy equipment. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you would absolutely need to have a helmet on <laughs> and like be strapped into this. I think it would thing. be a lot less danger. I mean, for the maneuverability, yeah, it's insane. It would be insane, but um. As far as like just convenience, I think that the goose would be better. I mean, goose your your gas mileage is way better with the goose as we goose mileage. Yes, but but as far as like getting in and out of the city, I mean, like nothing has faster reflexes. Well, that's true for for like city commuting. Like if it was like so, like the goose would be like the commuter car. Whereas the seven forty (laughs) seven, it wouldn't even be that. It'd just be the commuter car, like. And, like, the hummingbird would be, like, the electric Vespa. e-car or yeah. whatever. You know what I'm talking about? What yeah. are those? Smart car. Yeah. That would be the hummingbird because it would just, like, take you up, like, around traffic and mm-hmm. <laughs> just drop you off. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think now of, like, animals you could actually tame because you can't tame any of the wild cats. That's no. probably not doable. No. What about a dog? Most of the wild dogs are really difficult. You could ride a dog. I mean, yeah, if you, like, let's say you trained up your, I don't know, your golden retriever, but he's the size to ride. That could be pretty cool. Clifford. Yeah, Clifford. There you go. Yeah. That could be pretty sweet. They would probably be the best option because of how they're friendly already, they are. They're already quite loyal. And they're already loyal and whatnot. We've already domesticated Easily them. trainable. Would you rather have a cat or a squirrel? Um, squirrel. Still squirrel. You're really gung ho for the squirrel. I like cats a lot. You own two. I do, but I think riding a squirrel would be easier and probably <laughs> less likely to get bit. I think your cat would also just be like, "No, I'm not doing it." And yeah, just like lay down. Yeah. Do you think some people would just stick to horses? Probably. <laughs> They're the purists. It'd be like, it was good enough for the cowboys in the 1830s, and mm-hmm. it's good enough for me. There's certain things like rabbits and like kangaroos. Ooh, kangaroo. You could ride in its pouch. But the thing is, is it's it's so jostling. Yeah, it's true. That it would not be a comfortable ride. Whereas like... Not good suspension. No. Whereas like, if you watch like a cheetah... When it's running, it's moving a lot. But you look at its head; its head hardly moves at all. It's like so great suspension. Yeah, so like there's like certain things that you'd have to you know take into account. Believe it or not, horses actually do move a lot compared quite to jostling. compared to other 
animals that you can but ride. But they're with. strong. They are That's strong. That's the thing. They're very strong. And camels. Riding camels is awful. Ugh. I've ridden, well, a, I've ridden a camel, and it's just, it's just a kidney shaker the whole time. You're just well, feeling they're like you're not, getting They're jostled. not even very fast. They're very fast. Well, not compared to, like, what you could potentially do, like, on a rabbit. Oh, no, no. Your gosh, speed no. compared to a rabbit or, like, a... I mean, we're trying to get we're trying to get all the best benefits. Um, but camels have a forty mile an hour top speed. That is scary. <laughs> they are crazy fast. I did not know that. You're blowing my mind right now. Yeah. Although when you watch them run, you're like, "There's no way you're holding on to that." <laughs> you're just it's being, moving a lot. You're just being dragged behind. I'm trying to think of like what would be an, what about an ant? Ants would be really cause they're so could, strong. If you could train an ant. I don't think you probably could. But if the ant was the size, because they can lift so much more than their strength. Although then you'd be afraid. They'd just like destroy your house. Yeah. And like eat all your food. Like you'd come back and your whole kitchen would be destroyed. And they would have eaten all the sugar. And mm-hmm. then probably like several of your relatives. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you'd, you'd always be afraid that the queen would. <laughs> would you rather have a bee, a bumblebee or a hummingbird? Like, let's say you could train a bumblebee. Um, hummingbird. And the reason why... But they'd have to refeed all the time. They do. Bumblebees... Well, I guess you'd have to start growing giant flowers. Yeah. <laughs> like, giant flowers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's... there's. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering also if any burrowing animals would be a better option. Oh! Dang it. Weasel. <laughs> weasel. Otter. The otter would be good. The river weasel. <laughs> or do we call it the water weasel? Wait, we had... So this is harkening back to an episode. Did we decide to upgrade... Where I said that, you know, ferrets or weasels are, mm-hmm. are getting screwed because they're rela- they're related to otters, but they get none of the love. Mm-hmm. Did we demote the... The, the otter to river weasel or water weasel and up or did we upgrade the weasel the land weasel to land otter land otter is what we did so would you rather have a a, a, a otter or a land otter um i would rather have an otter because i think it'd be so cool to ride like, the dive underwater. that deep and like roll around and whatnot um it would be like the jet ski though it wouldn't be very practical yeah i do i do wonder like the rich people would own otters. Yeah, that they could, they would go out to their beach house on the weekend and ride. Mm-hmm. I do wonder though if like any like burrowing ones would be useful, or if there's any like like a mole. Yeah, like you're like that wouldn't be useful, but then you're like actually that might be super useful. <laughs> the problem is is that somebody would like try and like like if if we if you could make any animal giant, like what would end up happening is some it would just be like it is today where somebody wants a pet snake mm-hmm. <laughs> and then of course like then now we've got this monster snake on the loose like living in the sewers killing homeless people and getting bigger and stronger until mm-hmm. it finally erupts to the surface yeah <laughs> and then we're all being like hunted down and killed by giant snakes <laughs> it's not the ape uprising we fear now mm-hmm. it's the snake uprising mm-hmm Which brings me to a new question as we wrap up this episode, Defs, because I would like to do an episode on this. But real quick, your thoughts, bird uprising, worse 
or in, in, compared to Ape Uprising and Robot Uprising, where's the Bird Uprising? Like, if you had to rank them. Um, I would say Bird Uprising would be the easiest by far. Really? Yeah. What makes you say that? Because even though birds are everywhere, um, they are very destructible. It's not hard to kill birds. Um, yeah, but they're not focused. If they were all focused against us, like no, uprising. I, no, no, I, I get that. I mean, like physically, like they have very brittle bones. Oh. And like ceiling fans that's, can do them in. So that's you'd, true. You'd really only have to like strap three ceiling fans to yourself when you go for walks. But I'm guessing the number of apes to the number of birds, like I'm guessing it's like, you know. Oh, yeah. Way more birds. Than infinitely apes. more birds. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, what if a bunch of birds swarm, swarm the president and kill him? Like, and then they kill the queen. Like, it only takes a couple pointed strikes, and they're everywhere. Like, if mm-hmm. they were coordinated enough, I think it just depends on how quickly they, like, you know what I'm saying? If, if they yeah. organized and they just kept bide, bid, bid their time or bided their time, and then all of a sudden they just, like, knocked out, like, four of our world leaders. And and how long would it take you for a flock of pigeons to kill you? Probably pretty fast. I mean, if they really swarmed you. I mean... I mean, it would be a terrible way to die, but... Yeah, but, like, 10 seconds? I don't think you could bleed no. out from that. No, but I think... To, yeah, I think, like, a minute. I feel like someone would help you in a minute. But not if they're being swarmed. What if the whole... What if the Secret Service is all swarmed by... And, like, killed by, uh... Yeah, that's true. By, a like, you know, a thousand birds descend on the White House. People would no longer carry handguns. They'd carry, like, <laughs> shotguns, which is, like, tons <laughs> right. of, like, bird shot. And then... <laughs> right? Yeah, you see the Secret Service. The guy is, uh, he's like, there's only one guy with a sniper rifle, but the rest of them don't harry handguns anymore. They've all got shotguns. Yeah. For maximum, buckshot for maximum spread. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. They would be a lot easier to kill. Like, it would take a lot more bullets to bring down a full grown ape because mm-hmm. he would just. He would, he'd probably yeah. take a lot of shots. Oh, for and sure. And he'd still keep coming. And for sure. He'd just beat the president to death. Yeah. And it would take like five seconds. Yeah. That's true. I think you're right. Originally, I was thinking if they just swarmed us like really fast, they mm-hmm. could probably, they could probably sow a lot of chaos. Yeah. But I don't think that they would probably do as well as the apes. So Definitely not as good as the uh, robots. So tying multiple things in together, all of you deserve to be happy. <laughs> so I recommend you go Google Weasel Riding Woodpecker. <laughs> it ties in both the land otter we talked about uh-huh. and birds. And it's a real picture of a weasel that jumped on a woodpecker, which freaked out after photographer caught it on film. And it's incredible. So to summarize this episode, Daphs. Um, lightsabers probably wouldn't be good for us as people. That's crazy. It's and crazy. funny and cute. Um, this is the second episode in a row you've shown me a picture <laughs> or a video. Yep. Um, summarize lightsabers, probably not the best thing. No, the downfall of humanity. Uh, down, just like most other things. <laughs> um, do we have a decision on the best um, animal? I got to go with squirrel or dog. I think your dog idea was awesome. I mm-hmm. think my squirrel idea is still probably it's the out, most useful It's out for, of the, in the city. In the city, yeah. Climbing up and down I'm going to stick with, if I had to choose, if I could only have one, 
goose. Yeah. Canadian goose, and I can imprint on it. Flying is just so convenient. It's so dang convenient. Yeah. You could visit your family like that. No more uh, travel with through TSA. Yeah. It would be wonderful. We we could start giving people lifts. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. Um, and then, of course, happy International Women's Day. Absolutely. And um, lastly, you can find us on Spotify. Uh, also on Podbean. YouTube. Yep. Uh, iTunes. Yeah. Stitcher. Stitcher. That's mm-hmm. where I listen to us. Yeah. I listen on Google Play Music. Hmm. That's what I've transitioned over and to. And you should be able to, hopefully soon, listen to us on your smart speaker, um, whether on your Google Home or your Alexa. Is that so? How's that? Um, once we're on Amazon Music, which I'm going to be working on real soon. That was your New Year's resolution. Yep. You just should be listening to us. So, Whoa. That's quite amazing. Well... This has been a, a very interesting and informative episode, I'm sure. I'm, a lot of people have loved it. And uh, we're actually ending the episode together. You're, you didn't leave. I didn't storm out this time. You didn't storm out, so that was a good sign. Um, <laughs> so, for both of us, I'm Rick. I'm Devs. Have a good one. Have a good one.